Today on the show, we learn about an approach to goal setting that you've probably never heard before. How's it going, everybody? Jason Croft here, the Credibility Craftsman, and I am so excited to bring you this episode today with Dean Lindsay. We had an absolute blast in this episode, and um, we go in a little longer than we normally do in these, these episodes because, well, it was a combo of just great nuggets, um, both stories and tactics and just great insights from Dean, but also we just had a blast talking. Dean is an author, a speaker, a, a musician. He works with companies all over the world, so impressive. Um, again, we just had a blast in this interview and, and really got so much great information. His latest book, How to Achieve Big Fat Goals, really digs into you know a layer beyond what most people talking about goal setting you know really get to um, and I think that's what makes it so powerful and his messaging unique and certainly his delivery of it all and and so charismatic so great to to really learn from makes the whole thing a blast but you'll see that here in this interview and uh, let's jump in shall we Mr. Dean, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I am honored to be on this show of yours. Oh, this is a blast. Let's let's drive, shall we? Fantastic. No wrecks, no wrecks. <laughs> yeah, this is really a creative little enterprise you have here. I'm, uh, I've been looking forward to being on this show. Plus, I get driven around. I love to be a passenger. Exactly. This was fun too. I, I, I uh, not that this wasn't planned, but I did see, you know. Dean walking around the shopping area. That's here right. Just... Yeah, you snagged me before we even made the the rendezvous spot. So uh, it's it's nice. A little. Uh... This is Waters Creek. This Where is we are. Beautiful out here. Yeah, I love it. I right hear Alan and uh, a couple different spots. I meet, um, you know, clients and or prospects and or just people to you know hang with. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Spots around here. So you've got a hundred things going on. <laughs> I'm cutting down. I think I got 94. I think oh, I've nice. got, yes, I've got a few. The, I'm I don't sure they know that I cut them out, but there's still things I'm not doing anymore. But yeah, I got it's fun. You know, not everything every day, but yeah, it's a nice, nice variety of stuff. Oh yeah, speaker, author. I mean, let's dig in. Okay, let's you know jump in there with me. And when what's your what's your specialty? I mean, I know those things, but also in what areas and and. How are you helping business hey, and people? Well, thank you. You know, I guess I guess what I'm uh, I've kind of encapsulated because I, I, I did have to get away from the fact of am I a speaker? Am I a trainer? Am I a musician? Am I you know? Am mm -hmm. I an author? Uh, I try to think of myself as a as a helpful facilitator now, and that I that I take um, timeless principles and I try to try to share them in a fresh way so that it so that they can it can make impact, positive impact on people's life. The opportunity that people have here on Earth, uh, the the, to to um, to progress to and, nice. and so I try to help people try to kind of work through the the fog of of uh, how we make uh, choices and so it's been a neat um, uh, neat neat ride as far as you know how it can be of service sometimes as a speaker sometimes as an MC sometimes as a as a trainer sometimes as a as a as an author you know, it's, it's 
It's fun. Sometimes it's, it's, some, some, some people think of me as a comedian. Some people, uh, you know. I've seen you. you oh yeah. I'm seeing, and I would I would concur. And it's uh, it's you, fantastic. You know why I don't I don't ever think about myself as a, a comedian? Some people will say that. I think that would be so freaking hard to be a comedian. Oh, pure stand up. Because you have to be funny. Oh yeah. When I if I can say something funny, that's a bonus. You're right. I don't, right. <laughs> exactly. like, oh, and he says something funny. I don't have to be funny. That's right. A bon- it's not make me laugh. Yes. Right. No. No. And I think that would be so hard. So I I can really commend the people. Yeah, you're paying too. You better be funny, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't have to be funny. That's that's a bonus. <laughs> I didn't have, you know. So I love yeah. it. And oh, yeah. while we're stopped, let's talk about the latest. Hey there. It is. Hey, thank you. All right, huh? Jason. Yes. Huh? This is my favorite car interview <laughs> yeah, ever that you've done today. That I've done today <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> hey, yes, big fat goals. You bet. No, I'm. I'm. And, and when this episode comes out, this is going to be right about that time that um, those, those New Year's resolutions, 2018 mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions, people start falling off and um, doing a lot Absolutely. of you know interviews and stuff with people now about goals and new year's resolutions and people talking about um you know how can we stick with those new year's resolutions and that's really what that what that book is that book is not to compete with with smart goals or wig goals or anything like that it's Mm -hmm. a it's not a book on a plan it's a book on a why it's a goal i used to call it a goal commitment book but now i've been calling it a goal conviction book oh very nice and that's it's it's that layer before it's the layer before that's right it's the layer before and it actually hit me and it's i quote pat benatar every speaker quotes Pat yeah. Benatar, don't they? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So this I is had like to, the fifth quote I've heard today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Benatar. So I'm doing it too. So uh, uh, Pat Benatar says, with the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. Mm. And so even though I put that in the book, I didn't think about it really what I was, what I, why I, why I was drawn to that. Yeah, dig, dig, dig that yeah. out. With the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. If we're going to stick with our New Year's resolutions, then we're not, not going to be able to do other things. And there's a tendency for us to think we're making sacrifices. Right, in order right. to do this new do, goal. Yes, to do those goals. But with the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. You know what the mm-hmm. most important thing for you to do is. But she didn't say with conviction, with the power of conviction. So how do you gain conviction? That is continually, continually digging into the why. Continually, continually digging into why the benefits of your big fat goals is more important than, are more beneficial to you than all the other two choices you could do. See, most of the other choices don't suck. Right. That would be great. Right. If every other choice you had sucked. Right. Then it's easy to make it's the easy right to one. Know. But right. we live in the, we live in the USA. We've got a lot of good choices. Delicious choices. Yes. Easy choices. Netflix choices. Yes. Right. I mean, we got tons of choices that are pretty darn good. So, but you can't do it all. How about this? You know, you could. I can prove I'm not a motivational speaker. You ready? You cannot do and have it all. There's a, there's something for you. Right. You can't. You yep. can, so you got to make choices. We're making choices, and so that's what this—that's what um, uh, her quote. I, I, I knew that's what it meant, and I knew I knew that it resonated with me. But it's only even after the book came out that I really have started to really um, just uh, dissect it. Yeah, dissect the why it why it connected with me so solid, solidly. And, and do you help? Do you help people sort of dig out their Absolutely. why? A that's little what the bit? book is about. Okay. Um, awesome. The book. What the book does is uh, it lays out a methodology of how you can. Um, sell yourself on your big fat goal. Fat, awesome. fat is an acronym. Pretty hot and tempting. Nice. <laughs> I didn't make that up. That's old school. Chris Rock said that. Awesome. In a movie, Money Talks, in the oh, late, in the late right. 90s. Yeah, she said, he told a lady she was fat and she was not happy about that. And he said, <laughs> he said no, no, pretty hot and tempting. And and so I, I um, 
when I was putting putting my first, I put a, a, a workshop program together around mm-hmm. goals called Big Fat Goals. And at the time, it was called Fat Goals. And I was using the premise of that you got to weigh down your goals in your mind heavy. So it was still the same premise. But then I realized, I started to see a little bit of pushback. People didn't like the fat. So then I said, no, I still like it. Oh, but hey, I can use, I can go even further. There Pretty hot go. and tempting. So you're going to go. You're going to do what you think is the prettiest, hottest, and the most tempting thing for you to do in that nanosecond. Right. Always. Always. Right. In that nanosecond. Right. Now later you can you can justify it or you can go oh that wasn't a good idea or whatever right mm-hmm. so the way to stay committed to your goal the way to, is to have conviction that that you, the that you working towards your your goals is fatter than any other options and and, and that's what I, the, and I've gone through that that process certainly of finding my why and and what's what's that driving force right um, I think I think one key is to you know certainly not stop everything to figure it out by any means no. um, but Good it's point. critical to do but then also how do you help people keep that front and center right. once they have discovered it good well that's a good point because people do want to go oh, now I got it right. it's not about knowing you got to continually 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 remind yourself about the about your why People don't remind they. People don't forget they want to be skinny. Right. They forget why they want to be skinny. And there's 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 pleasure in being skinny, but there's also pleasure in Hagen Dazs. Absolutely. You've got to respect Hagen Dazs. <laughs> you can't turn around and say Hagen Dazs sucks. Right. Hagen Dazs does not suck, right? So the way to do that is to. And in the book, I lay out what I call the six P's of progress, and it's kind of the headiest thing that I share in almost every talk I give, or uh, in all, all three of the books that I've written. And it's basically this. Everything we do, consciously or subconsciously, we do because we believe in that nanosecond that the perceived consequences of that action will be us feeling the unique right mixture of what I've labeled the six P's of progress. Pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power. Mm. Whenever we're talking about marketing, Marketing is all about helping people see that you having that widget, getting that, that getting that item, driving that car, drinking that beer is going to help them feel pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. Absolutely. Right. And so it's exactly the same thing. We're marketed that way all the time. I mean, we're, we're sold. If somebody's you know, inviting you to go do something that's off your grid, they're going to give you reasons. Right. Yeah. And those reasons are probably going to be ones you go, hmm, hmm, hmm. See, but Shakespeare says strong reasons make strong actions. Right. Yep. Strong reasons make strong actions. So if somebody's giving you strong reasons to do something, or you're considering it, or there's all these options, you got to have stronger reasons to do something else. So you can put motivation on. I, put, I talk about in, my, in this book, in fact, goals, and then again in my different presentations. That term motivation gets really overused. Right. In fact, for a long time, I, re- I used to resist being called a motivational speaker. As soon as you step out and call yourself, I've been speaking 47 years, only professionally for 17. <laughs> and when I first started, thank you. That's a good job. Um, when I first started, when I first started, sometimes it goes way, but that's a good. Joke. I sometimes have to tell them that's a good joke. Often, actually, but that's a good joke. Um, when I started speaking, as soon as you saw yourself a speaker, there's that word motivational. People want to plop in front of it. Oh, you're a motivational speaker, right. and they almost say it in this little bit of a condescending, like oh, oh sure. type type way. And I get it. I understand why, mm-hmm. because we have this tendency to think of a motivational speaker as somebody who's a little bit swarmy or a little bit plastic, or they kind of they're kind of a kind of kind of, kind of hoity toity surface level surface levelly stuff. And I totally get it. And um, and I wouldn't want to be a part of that uh, at all. I tell you what. Being labeled a motivational speaker doesn't bother me so much any, anymore now because it, it actually helps my day rate. 
So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, nice. I've come to terms. I am motivation. You bet I am. I take that. But but uh, <laughs> but what I had to do was dig into that phrase. So you can take the word motivation. You can break up into two parts. Motivation is really a motive for action. Mm. A motive for action. So what's another word for motive? Desired outcome, purpose, reason. Sure. What's another word for action? Do have. But then what are the actions you want others to take? Buy, call, uh, read the proposal, call you back, right? right? So you can put that on a seesaw. Strong reasons make strong actions. If people have enough reasons, they'll take the actions. If they don't have the, enough reasons, they won't. Right. So it's not about knowing about a, a new activity. It's about knowing why. It's about and having those, reasons. Yeah, and those reasons need to be emotionally based. They're always going to be, mo- yeah, yeah. That, that's, well, that's the reason that you ever, I mean, I'm sure you, you know, I'm sure you, you uh, teach this in the, the work that you do, that you've got to get to know your prospects I mean, right. or even market research. What's market research? It's getting to know your, 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 um, uh, your prospects who you're trying to go after. Why? So that you can share with them in a way that they connect with how your products and services are going to help them feel pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. Absolutely. So that's, that's what, you know, that's, that's what this book is about. And then uh, the book goes into, um, um, really strengthening that why continually, continually reminding yourself about the why I don't get too, too big in that book. I do in the, in my programs built around big fat goals, the big mm-hmm. fat goals workshops. I, that book was about three times bigger when I first wrote it and I purposely just gutted it out. I just said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to get, I'm just, it's a little speedball. It's a little, yeah. uh, just to get through it. And, um, because sometimes that's, I mean, because that becomes another goal, right? right. Like, it's I got to get through this right. book about goals. To, that's exactly right. Yeah. A lot of people skim this thing and go, hey, this is something I can actually finish. And most people can finish the, reading the book in two hours. So you can yeah. you can read it. And there's there's little work, uh, you know, worksheets and stuff that you go back and, and fill out. But I don't get in. There's not like a page that says, here are ways to remind yourself about your why. Because I didn't want anything to trip anybody up. I didn't mm-hmm. want anybody, I didn't want to give a suggestion. There's no really suggestions in the book. There's a, there's a thought process. It's a methodology thought process that I would highly encourage encourage you consider but then based on that you'll come up with your own ways to remind yourself whether that's sticking a post-it note on your fridge right, or whatever works whatever works visual yeah you're gonna put a picture of yourself at 16 or right. you know get your big skinny jeans out and put them up on a wall or something i right. mean uh, that's you i don't know what you're gonna do <laughs> i don't want to know i don't want to yeah i don't know some of it maybe i Keep do that to yourself I don't yeah. maybe i don't know maybe i don't know what you're gonna do put a lock on something i don't know you know what i mean that's i'd say that's what, give somebody a thousand dollars and say hey don't give this back unless i meet that goal but, yeah. oh, you've had people do that right hey let's make sure. a bet that you know the, the person who doesn't lose 30 pounds has, has to give you know sit the other 100 100 bucks right or donate it to some donate horrible to some, organization yeah right. whatever that's so cool. Go ahead. I don't know what you're going to do, but I know that you need something, right? And then you go, man, I don't want to lose that money. I don't need, I'm going to, I don't want to, I want to avoid the pain. Right. I'd rather have a hundred dollars than, than, you know, not eat, not eat Skittles. Right. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so you, you go into organizations, businesses, and you help them with this kind of thing at a, at a bigger scale. Yeah. I, um, I, I work with, you know, the, the big fat goals, uh, concept can be utilized with, uh, team building. Uh, it can be work with sales goals, obviously. Yeah. It can be because, you know, people have to, you got to stay committed to, you know, making those sales calls. It can also be safety. A lot of times people talk about safety goals. A lot of times when organizations have to put a new safety initiative, you know, they're really just trying, they, they do the safety program, hoping everybody can know how to be safe. And they really need to stay committed to, you know, why, what the, oh, what the yeah. you know, how the, how the, because then, because if you have a strong enough why, you'll figure out how. Yeah. Right, that that's Nietzsche. I didn't make that up, <laughs> but it's the one of the core statements that I had was running through my noggin yeah. when when this was coming together. It was stuff like 
um, Shakespeare's Strong Reasons, Make Strong Actions, Nietzsche, if you have a strong enough line, you'll figure out how. And then my guru, my dude, is Dr. Victor Frankl. You know, uh, yes. you know Frankl's work? Frankl, yes, Frankl, the third father of any psychiatry. I was doing a lot of research around goals for the for the first version of, of Big Fat Goals, and I was watching, listening to tons of tapes and old video, VHS tapes and listening to audio. I mean, yeah, I was, and uh, I was even listening to um, tapes going to at night. I would listen to subliminally trying to pick it up, anything and everything I could do to pick nice. up all the different things around it. And about every third or fourth person I'd be listening to, whether it was Leo Biscaglia or uh, mm-hmm. Tom Hopkins or or Tony Robbins would mention Dr. Victor Frankl. I was like, well, who's that guy? So I read uh, Man's Search for Meaning, and, and then I took a deep dive. I got into logotherapy, meaning therapy. I went to two world congresses around logotherapy. Oh, I wow. took some classes, and you know, be, I didn't become a diplomat in logotherapy, but I did really get you know uh, deep dive into it. And that's what um, that's what my foundation is as far as um, a, a, a very basic statements like a human being is a deciding being. That's that's Frankel. You know, yeah. you, that's the difference between humans and the rest of the animals. Yes, but right? I mean, yes, but it's also is you want to like say, duh, yeah, we are. But then you go, okay, well then that's it. Then okay, based on that statement, how do we make those decisions? Well, we make mm-hmm. it with some type of criteria, and so that's what I did with the six P's of progress. That's me saying this is what I think our criteria is. Got it. I think okay. it's pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. And I think that if we can help, if we can find out what people are really trying to go for, including ourselves, right. <laughs> Then we're going to be able to um, position opportunities, i.e. goals, i.e. resolutions, continually in our minds or other people's minds so that oh, they yeah. – and that's also Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie, you, uh, the only way to get anybody to do anything is to make them want to do it, right? Yeah. So, again, how do you make them want to do it? Go through. Yeah. And you see, they have to see it as – you see? Yeah. So it's all – it's just me adding a layer to all that other cool stuff. Well, yeah, and, th- and that's what's – so needed too. I was just having this this conversation um, with a friend of mine that you know so much, either in the personal development space, in, in all of the space, in all of this, all of our world, it's it's somebody taking something that's existed before, put a new layer on it, yeah. a new interpretation. But it's so needed. Yeah. That's a reason why new people get a following. Yeah. New because. People need to hear that in different ways. Some people need to hear it eight different ways oh, yeah. to get I did. it. I did. I, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Well, Myself included. Yeah, I get that from people. Some people, and I, they get it two different ways. Some people can say, hey, you, that sounds like, um, you know, Zig Ziglar. Or I get other people say, man, does he sound like Zig Ziglar? And either way, I take it as a compliment. I go, yeah, better. If, <laughs> if so, if I, what I'm saying does not somehow connect to Ziglar or Carnegie or the Bible, then I'm probably saying something wrong. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, but okay, good. Right, check. Yeah, oh, there's ne- I never have it in any of my programs. There's never a slide in my program that has this quote from Ziegler, but there's never a program that I give that somehow I don't end up just saying it. Somehow I just like, this is where I says today, and this is where I'm going to say this statement. You can get any, everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. That's exactly, that's everything I'm talking about. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. That's what the six piece of progress is. It's a way, to, that's what they want. Yep. And so you, that's your goal is to find out what that means to them. What does progress? What does pain avoidance? What does pleasure mean to them? A smile, right? In the in cracking the networking code, my first book, I had all these tips, all these strategies about, about networking. That you know, they're 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 not wrong. They're right. They're right. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to put anything in the book that I don't understand why. And so I look, even look at the very simple one, like smile. Why do we smile? Well, because it offers pleasure, mm. right? That's why you do it. Yeah. Right. And, it, and then that person wants to smile back at you. Now, you know, that even say you're supposed to smile into the phone in a, in a um, 
sales on, call on or the something. sales call yeah. or whatever. And it's because there's this little t- lilt in your voice, and that offers just that little bit of little mm-hmm. bit of pleasure. Now that's not going to slam dunk it for them if you can't go then tell them bad news and expect that to keep <laughs> right. it keep the you know keep the momentum going in that direction. But you're fired. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, but but so that all that stuff. It's 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 the. It's actually playing off of, um, I tried to, when I was reading Frankel back in 2000, 2001, he had a statement that I really have tried to adopt in my own life. And we talk a lot about being a thinker, but uh, but um, Frankel talked about being a thinker through. Hmm. People would always compliment him on being a thinker. And he said, you know, I'm a thinker through. And I was like, dude, that's good. Thinking to the other side. Thinking so to the just, other, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, think it all the way through. How did this, how does it really all connect and how did we mm. make the moves we make and why do we make them? And so that's been, that's been my, um, my, my goal and my little ways to be a, be a thinker through. I love that. I love, so you're certainly writing books. You're, you're helping train folks. Yep. Um, yep. Emceeing, you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that's the new thing that I got into. I'd always wanted to do it, and I had some cool opportunities last last year. I know I'm still uh, hosting a series of um, um, uh, events for the House of Blues Dallas. Oh, that's jazzed, so awesome! Jazzed about that, and um, got the new season coming up for that. And, uh, and what are those events? It's there. They're mo- mostly going to be on the second Thursday okay. of each month. So that would be the yeah second Thursday of uh, each month. It's a, it's a morning thing. It's a seven seven a.m. We've got some cool um, speakers, you know, possible for that. And uh, yeah, just really kind of open it back up. Gotten gotten back into the. I was in I was on the in the music scene back in the nineties. I'm not sure if that was in my bio or that. But I had a rock band back uh, played Deep Ellum back in the nineties called Babel Zoo, and I had a acoustic folk duo. We played uh, Kerrville Folks Festival in the nineties, and I was a um, cast member of uh, Up with People back in the eighties. And so I've gotten wow. back into music, and that's another big, big, big part of it. There's some tunes on Spotify that people can check out. Very nice. Go to Spotify, the three-song EP. It's called Long Breath In. I'd be honored to get anybody's thoughts on. Also, if you ever get the, the either the CD of um, uh, the audio version of uh, Big Fat Goals, or if you download it, if you download, if you pay and you know buy it off my website uh, as a bonus track, the tune I'm most pleased with is a bonus track on there. It's called Long Breath In. Oh, fantastic. Yep. I don't, I don't suppose you'd want to sing some of it since you have a microphone. Hey. Maybe uh, there's a, maybe just a little long bit. Breath. Let me tell you what I will do. I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, <laughs> we did this. We did. I, my voice was a little bit. Uh, this is, we're recording this right after right after the holidays. And uh, I, I don't know if you, about you, but do you have anybody else that had a cold and stuff? Uh, I don't get sick. I yeah, I do, well, it. I don't need to, well, I'm going to interview <laughs> after this. So I, I, I started having had a cold and uh, I started playing with uh, Amazing Grace. And um, I really, I think I, I, we ended up recording it on Sunday, but I'll, I'll sing a little bit of my new oh, version. Please, okay, please. Ready? Are you ready? You ready? Tell me if, I'm, if I break this microphone. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that brought my heart to fear and fear and faith my fear relieved me just to him. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Amazing grace. 
which lost is found. <laughs> Love it. Isn't that Friday Friday? Oh, that's, that's great. That's pretty good, isn't it? I had no idea when you... <laughs> Mentioned that, that arrangement. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and then I, I thought I think it's really fun. Uh, we, we we did the whole thing. I, um, I like it because I really uh, I'd, I'd heard, and I get I, I, I didn't want to go back and check because I, I didn't I was afraid I'd be wrong. <laughs> but I was, I heard that it was written by a prostitute. I don't know. I think so. I'm, I'm oh, going to wow. claim it until you prove me wrong. There you go. And so I thought I thought about it as far as how she actually, you know, I'm, I'm sure this was, she didn't write it like you know, ten the, the way it's portrayed yeah. So I. Well, that's just very similar. I mean, the Star Bangle Band, that dude didn't write the music. He just wrote the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Elton John didn't write any of the words that, you know, Bernie. Right. So I thought about it from, you know, this is Amazing Grace from the person that is not used to having grace. Gotcha. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's like day one. Yeah. It's like still in pain, not even sure how to actually relate to. Wow. To relate to it. There's a line in there and a line in it I really like. Um, uh, I'll sing it too. Through many dangers, toils, and fears, I have already come. Wow. Twas grace that brought me here thus far, and grace shall lead me home. Amazing grace. With that, with that lens on it, knowing like that yeah. history of it. Wow. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it's a neat, it's a neat perspective when you think about it. Because yeah. when you get deeper into the lyrics, you don't I mean we don't ever sing that stuff. But so I took yeah. the whole thing and I thought about how, you know try to perform it as maybe I thought how it would really be. But anyway, you know what else? You don't. I mean, that's public domain. I, hey, I didn't have to write it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I mean. Sing it all I do actually do. I'd look at all the songs that are like, on perfect to my old songs. So you can look forward to this little lot of mine and Jesus loves me, all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> thanks for letting me do that, Jason. That's no, brand thanks new. for doing. That's a blast. That's brand. That's brand new stuff, man. That's hot off the press. People are always expecting <laughs> singing a little carpool karaoke. That's right. That's why we finally I'm, delivered. There, oh, this is, am I the first one to do that? Number one. Okay. You have, that's the best. <laughs> the best singing you've ever heard in here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, um, uh, thanks for letting me do that because that's brand new stuff. And actually, what happened was, um, I I used to I used to because these are all gifts. I don't I don't I don't write songs. I don't I mean I would write a lot of songs, but I don't ever sit down and try to write a song. And when the new one comes to me, if I forget it, if I don't remember it after a while or whatever, I just go, you know what? If I, if it comes back, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. So I don't ever think, really think about it. And Amazing Grace came and then left. And then when it came back, and I knew I had my voice was a little still straggly. Um, we were working on one song. I go into the studio every Sunday and work on these songs. And I I decided we were not going to work on the song that we were working on. And we actually went ahead and recorded that. Awesome. Uh, so it'll be a very, um, it won't be all rocky. It'll be very, um, I don't want to say it's going to be ominous, but it's not going to be what it could be. It won't have a lot of, you know, right. it's not going to kick in. It's not going to kick in. It's going to be like, it's going to be this person. It's going to stay at it's that, stay at that level. Yeah. And so you'll know it could. And it might do it live if we ever do it live. Yeah. But it's going to just kind of be like, you know, so you really hear what, what this person wrote. Yeah. You know, this is not my words. Either. These are the words to freaking amazing grace. Oh, yeah. So anyway, oh, thanks. Thanks for letting me do that. Thanks, buddy. See, I told you a hundred different things. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, I'm, I'm interested in how this music gonna connect with everything because it is it is a um, somewhat of a departure, but I have to do it. You just feel, I and mean, that's one of those things that just like it's who you are. I didn't know right? that for a long time. No, I'm not kidding. When I when I when I did not uh, embrace it, I paid the emotional cost. It was. Uh, just not being myself, just not not being. I mean, these songs bubble up in me. I don't play an instrument, and so uh, Babel Zoo and with Lindsey Gowan, I was very blessed to have 
um, you know, songwriting partners that could pull the, the musical part of it. And mm -hmm. the songs come to me a cappella, you know, not just that song. I mean, I didn't write that one, but the songs that I did write, you know, Long Breath In or whatever the other stuff is that's on there, those songs will just come to me and I can sing them. And so the years that I didn't have some people to work with, somebody to work with, a new song would come to me and I wouldn't have any way to do with, deal with it. And so I wouldn't even capture it. I wouldn't even write it down. And it just was just, it just was, um, it just, it just felt empty. And uh, so when um, these new songs started coming to me, I said, you know what, I'm really going to honor um, the gift that I was, you know, that, that it is. And, I, you know, you, you hear and probably true. And if that's what has to happen, that's OK, too. You know, how hard the music industry is. And, you know, and I, so, OK, so that's maybe that's not what it's about. Maybe that's not what maybe maybe it'd never be a big dealy dealio or whatever. I don't know. That's the reason I put it on Spotify. It's free. Go get it. Sure. Right? Where it is. I don't know. Yeah. So and maybe it will. And it already has opened some cool things. Uh, but I'm, I, I um, it's funny how things will connect all right so i got the deal at the house of blues right mm -hmm. and they um um uh, you know if you're hosting things at the house of blues they tend to give you free tickets to stuff right and so i've got the wife and the two kids and they've got that gospel brunch at the house of blues okay okay so um the hostess of uh the house of blues gospel brunch singer lady diamond she is dynamite is a facebook friend of mine and when the first songs came out many many months ago i shot them over to her and she's like, oh yeah these are these are really really great so then i told her i was coming to the house of blues but i was getting the free tickets and so she pulls me up on stage oh, to sing. beautiful so i get up there and sing and then she's like oh this is great so the next time i get up there and sing and the musical artist the guest artist hears me and I won't tell you the name of that band in case it doesn't work out, but we're meeting this week about oh. me possibly being, you know, helping them write some stuff and all that stuff. And that's how it's done. That's how it's done. So you never know, man. You never know. Yeah. So, you know, and then. But the uh, lesson there, too, though, is because you listened to that tug, tug, tug. Let it go. Let it out there. Get it out there. Yeah. I don't have an agenda. I don't know what's going to happen. I just yeah. know. I try to make it as, as these are radio ready. When If anybody chooses to look listen to them, and I obviously you can tell I'm trying to sell it pretty hard because I'm pretty jazzed about them. <laughs> um, they're radio ready. At least two of the three. There's one tune. I would, the Pray When You Have a Prayer, I would, I would it, it, you won't notice it, but I would I would make it a little bit better if it ever made it to an album. Mm -hmm. But the other two songs, are they're radio ready. Um, you had Scott Schilling on, right? Absolutely. His show, Talking With Giants. Mm -hmm. uh, he's using... Uh, Get Me to the Cross is his theme song music. Oh, awesome. That's my song. Oh, fantastic. It's all coming together. There it is. There it is. There it is. But anyway, thanks. For, we can move on for something else. But anyway, yeah, that's... I love that. That's, uh, I'm, no, I'm real pleased with it, and we'll just have to see how it all all comes together and stuff well, and like that's, that. And that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, getting back to to the book and, and being goal-driven and living what you are out there teaching, Yeah, <laughs> you yep, know, yep, and really yep. following that, that power and that but, why inside. Yeah, right? well, you know, what's interesting is... I can't say my, one of the goal. One of the things in Big Fat Goals is to craft a goal, not just not to set a goal. A goal crafting, but you can. Only, one of the keys is is it's got it's something you can control. You know that you it has to be connected to you. It's something you you know you can't make a goal for your kids to be successful, right? Or your kids to graduate from college. I mean that you can give them the opportunity or whatever. Right. Same thing with this music. I can't control what happens to it. So I can I can control that I'm going to create a quality ten song CD. You know that I am very proud of. Yep. That I believe can be of service. Is it of service? Whatever. The the uh, you, what happens with it after that? I can't. You know I can't uh, control. Yeah. It might be much bigger than I expected. It might not be as much as I expected. Um, well, so, and that's and, that, and and I love that too because I think that's an, I think that's an aspect of goal setting in general that's that that isn't talked about enough. That 
plays into all of this yep. and being not only being okay with it but knowing that's how it works yeah is you're gonna do everything you can but then there's then there's the letting go then there's because not just because you set this goal and you would and you did steps one through 12 but just because you did some steps that energy went out yeah, that's what and that, started bringing things together. That's what we should be focusing on as far as goals is the actions we're going to be committed to taking. You know, some of them, you know, no one's, I mean, the, the weight stuff is the easier ones to even get back to and talk about because that is totally under our control. Sure. I mean, no one's, no one's forcing you to put different food in your mouth and with yeah. education and better, you know, with a, um, I mean, you might not be able to, you might be too busy to work out, but you're not too busy to eat, you know, eggs right. and drink water instead of donut. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't take a whole lot of education, probably about 15 minutes online to be able to figure out the stuff you're supposed to eat. Not lean protein. Yes. Right. Right. Broccoli. Yes. Blueberries. Yes. Water. Yes. Asparagus. <laughs> Choose your green. <laughs> so anyway, thanks. 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 But yeah, but that's awesome. So, so what's next on the agenda? Any, any next, just more and more and more? Well, when we're shooting some, we're shooting some new videos. Um, you know, the whole SEO stuff is always popping up. Um, real pleased with the website. Um, when I say videos, me, me live, you know, me, um, speaking, it's been a while since I've had new speaker videos. Got a, got a big, um, presentation in North Carolina, uh, that a cool stage and all that stuff. Sometimes, oh, very cool. sometimes you gotta, you know, it's not just having a big audience. You also gotta have, you know, the right staging and everything so that you're presented in the right way. So, right. Hope. And then, like you're doing, take advantage of that. Right. Right. The as, three camera setup coming in. Yeah. As someone who specializes in this, right. Would yeah. would attest. Oh, uh, well, I, I can <laughs> tell you this: the videos that were shot of me, um, 2004 to 2009. If it weren't for those videos, I would not have had, even with the books, the opportunities that I've had. Wow. Yeah, that was the, the, the videos. And having There's the right connection. Something that's tangible and makes it real. Well, for speakers, it's a must. Oh, you're yeah. not gonna get You're not going to get a lot of bookings unless you have really good speaker speaker videos. Right. Of you, in front of that crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing is in front of the right crowd. I mean, I've given a great presentation in the back of a Luby's, but it wasn't. <laughs> right. People gonna they hey, loved it. Hey, huh? Yeah, they loved it, but they like, man, you're in the back of a Luby's. Yeah, so it, it's just not gonna work. I can see the I food can, trays I can see going the, by. Oh, I've done that too. I've, oh man, I, oh my gosh, I have had every experience in the world. Every, every one. Come uh, on, give me your favorite. Give me. Your... <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, kooky ones. I've sp I spoke at uh, on the on the ground at, uh, at Texas Motor Speedway uh, in the in the pit uh -huh. down there. Do you even talk? I had to talk on a care on a uh, on a caravan. I mean, a canopy um, sh a ship on you know with. Um, I, I got to speak. I got to speak above the Arctic Circle, in Sweden, and worked into my deal that I got to stay in the ice hotel. Oh, oh, are you hotel? kidding me? No, check it out. Okay, so the group, the the guys in, in Sweden, they wanted me to come in, and I was going to do four four talks, and they told me that three three of them are going to be above the Arctic Circle, and I knew about the ice hotel. I said, well, hey, are we anywhere near the ice hotel? They said, well, you know, we're about 20 minutes from the, from the, you know, out of our way to go to the ice hotel. And so I said, well, hey, can we, can we work out, uh, you know, a part of the deal, um, you know, uh, me getting to stay in the ice hotel? And then this is the part I didn't know. The guy, the guy who was talking to me, he, he took a pause. He went like this. He goes, you ever been to the ice hotel? <laughs> and the guy says, no. Do you want to go to the ice hotel? <laughs> 
Jeff says, yeah. He goes, yeah, we can work that. That's part of the <laughs> so that's how we got to stand that's out. So awesome. Isn't that funny? And that was it. a trip. If anybody tells you they spent two nights at the ice hotel, <laughs> they're lying. They're lying. <laughs> that's a bunch of crap. Was it it was insanely hard. It was cold insane. They give you a diploma. They give you a diploma afterwards, and it tells you the degree, that you survived the night, and it tells you the degrees it was outside and then degrees it was in your hotel room oh. it was minus seven degrees celsius in our our little what is that in uh, american cold <laughs> really cold and then was, and then when you get there you don't have you know there's no wanting water you know in your little in your little in your little <laughs> ice ice thing right because um, you wouldn't want it <laughs> No, you don't. You you check all that in, into you know these lockers, and then they give you a big um, sleeping bag that only, it, all the way just holds your face. It's all you got. And then you're on. We had this one big. You know, it was huge. It wasn't like a bed. It was like this one big slab. Yeah, it was a slab. It had had um, bricks, and then a big couple big pieces of wood, and then deer fur, a lot of deer fur, a lot of deer deer deer, deer fur. And that's what you laid on, and then a, one pillow. And the other two guys slept op- up like this. I slept with my face down. <laughs> keep that cover. Keep the cover cover. <laughs> and then all night long, anytime the air, the air would come in, I'd call and I'd wake up the next time. <laughs> if you ever see pictures, there's pictures of me the night before and the night and the morning They're after. Looking all good. <laughs> and, the morning, and the next morning, I'm totally, you know, right side. And I only had one, I purposely did have one drink at the ice hotel bar, that bar. Because uh-huh. they give you the, the ice, is the, you get it in ice, in ice um, the glass glasses. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the from the uh, absolute. So I didn't have one, but only one. But it man, I look, I look like I spent. So that was. I'm glad we did it. I'm very, very glad I'm not. And but yeah, that, never again. I'd go with somebody. I'd, I'd do it again, but only one night. Right. Yeah. One night per round. Gotcha. Yeah. Don't want to stay there two nights. There's no reason for that. That's a blast. Thanks, thanks for that. And I forgot about that. that. Was a long time ago. That was a lot of. That was a lot of fun. I've I've had to. I've gotten to speak in. Um, Ecuador and in Venezuela oh, nice. and um, Spain and um, Turkey oh, wow. and Aruba and Jamaica and Canada and Mexico. So I mean, you just you know you never you just keep keep that's throwing it out there. That's what's so fun with 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 what you do too is that you know just like that all of a sudden that opportunity can pop in. And, you, yeah, you never oh, know. So fun. I had a speakers bureau that contacted me and they said and they kind of knew my you know that I was up for anything type of thing mm-hmm. and they said how he stayed in the ice hotel so yeah well, he'll do anything, he'll do anything. Yeah. exactly but yeah to a degree that's what they were thinking they said hey we've got this we've got a uh, two get two presentations in Spain and I said yeah he said well, well let me tell you about it Dean let me tell you about it <laughs> I said go come on wait wait so, so they said well we'll see it's they're one week apart so a lot of speakers they were they thought about you know maybe introducing it to we're, we're going to get upset about not having a week of work. And I'm, I was thinking, yeah, we can part. All right. So yeah. the one was in Barcelona, and then they were going to, on the bullet train, shoot me to, to Madrid. So I called my wife, and I said, hey, you want to go to Spain? She was, she, said, she said, yeah. I said, well, it's during school. You want to take these kids out of school? She said, yeah. So we just pulled the kids out of school oh, and went to Spain. So yeah, you never know. I mean, you know, you were teasing about the, I mean, we were talking about the other ones. But then I've also had other ones where, I mean, they're, ta- they're eating over me or, you know, they, they, or the trays of food coming by or, or you know, there's all, all that stuff. You got to play the play the, the opportunity. I'm I'm appreciative for every for every opportunity. Oh, yeah. Any crowd you can get in front of and, and- – 
share that message and teach and not absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so it's, I mean, yeah, but so you, but you do, you do um, get, a, I do get a kick out of the really, you know, neat ones. Um, and then how much, do, and then on when they are kind of going off the rails a little bit, how much, you seem to be the, the type that just really, Hey, let's just go for this ride. <laughs> let's just dig in. Yeah. I, I go with it. Usually yeah. I, unless somebody is offensive or, or mm. disrespectful. Sure. And then I get a little belligerent. I'm not a nice, I mean, if you, if you're nice. trying to tick me off, oh, okay. you're not going to enjoy this. Cause I'm <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not allowing that, but I mean, I'm good. Na- I mean, I'll play around or, or, because there's a lot of different things on here, but like he wants to be, as long as people are trying to be, you know, positive and those, you know, those type of things. So yeah, but you gotta be, I mean, microphones don't work or PowerPoints don't work or part of the staging is creaky or, you know, you just got to play that or, you know, bloom goes off or, or, or lights go out. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that can, that can happen. And so, uh, in those moments, I'm very, very flexible because to me, that's, that's part of the live performance. It's part of the improv of, of, of that. And you got to know your stuff too. I don't need the PowerPoint and stuff. It's, it's all just been more beneficial for those guys or then there's a lot of times I don't, I don't use PowerPoint, you know, at all. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that, that's really good. And that's, I mean, that's so, that's what makes a strong speaker, right? Who can just, who can take all that stuff in stride and keep rolling, keep delivering value. And There's so much value to, to you know, in some, in, in, um, there's a lot of different ways to connect. There's a lot of, a lot of different um, um, truths to, to share. Uh, I definitely try to, before, I don't, nothing I do that there is cookie cutter. So, I mean, I, I try to, I try to get a really good understanding of what the, um, that group, that, that audience group is in okay. need of and where they are and where they're trying to, trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Those are, those are the, the best presentations I've been you know, witness to, um, from people I haven't heard of to big names when I can, when they, I see that they did some level of that research and dug in and like really, and, and I'm not saying I always did that. I had some years where I phoned it in and I paid the price. It was not fun for them. It was not fun for me. I, I dreaded all that stuff, and I'm not there anymore. I'm I'm in a very appreciative, grateful, eager to um, uh, 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 eager to serve because it serves me. You know, mm-hmm. I I, um, I get a kick out of out of really connection and and understanding. A lot of things pop into my head in that moment based on the research I did, but I didn't think about what I was going to say in re- reference to it. But then when I'm in the moment, then I go, oh, man, that's how that connects. Oh, and then, you, then I yeah. say it. So then I remember one was one that happened. I was working for, with Precision Tune Auto Care, and I was talking to him. And then all of a sudden, it just popped in my head. I said, I bet you guys are delivering. You guys are having to answer the phone and delivering customer service while you're under a truck with fluid dripping on you. And it's, I mean, it just popped in my head. And they went, yeah, that's happening. And I, I, until that second, I hadn't even thought about it, you know. Oh, but it was because yeah. I had been to the facility. Of course, I'd been to, you know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's those type of things that you allow to. And then they were like, yeah. And, and then, then they, they're with you. Then and they're, they're yeah. with me, you know. And then you hear them say, and then that, another thing they did in that same talk, uh, the, the CEO was talking and he was reading somebody's thing. And he was talking about that it's almost 5 o'clock or almost 6 o'clock. We're about to close down. And it's like, we're always the only one left in the shop. And uh, somebody needed an oil change, and I put the gloves on, and I went, Ooh, and that was right before I went on, and I went gloves on, and I made the whole thing about put your gloves on when you put uh, your gloves on, and all the things, and I was like, wow, you know. So you gotta you do the research, but then you also allow allow the moments, the, the, the moments to, to you know to pull to pull it all together, and so yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it makes it fun. It's it's a dance. It's a it's a it's not a it's not a push the button and, and right. you know, and here, you know, 45 minutes later, I'm done. You yeah. know, you play off the audience, um, 
do. If they laugh at a certain place or they make a, a joke or they say something, you make them know that it's an interactive uh, interactive thing in it. And I, I do that as much for me as I do for them. It's oh, yeah. it's fun. It's yeah. fun and it's it's the way that I can I can be of much as much service. They they need to um, believe that that I'm really they want me to have a good time too, right? Oh yeah. yeah and so. that you're there for them yeah. and you're all in it to, to and, I, and I really do believe that we're all so similar, you know, yep. whether I'm, um, and I, I don't say this to be impressive. It is impressive, but I'm not saying it to be impressive, <laughs> but, uh, but, right but, this but, but, but it is impressive. <laughs> I got the opportunity to speak. Okay. Tell me if this is not impressive. I was hired and got to speak two days and work with for two days with all of the U S patent judges. Oh, wow. Huh? Okay, so He's right. that, was that was impressive. Two days, uh, but the same, almost 85% of everything I said, and I guarantee you 99% of the way I said it was exactly the same thing I said to the Precision Tune Auto Care store manager. Right, and it was effective With in both. both places. Yeah, Yeah, that's the point, is that it's that yeah. once we get down to the human aspect of what we're all really doing, you know, people don't want the heady stuff. You don't want to try to impress people. Right. But you, it's just about making that connection. So that's, that's what I, that's what really... And that was both this year. And so that's what really, for this year, really helped, really was really brought home to me that, you know, just get real and be authentic and care and then, and then let it go. Let it roll. I like it. So how do people track you down, stalk you on the internet? Call Jason. Call Jason and he'll, he can, <laughs> he'll, he'll get in touch with my people. Perfect. And then my people. <laughs> uh, DeanLindsay.com. Uh, D-E-A-N-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y.com. Okay. Uh, email uh, Dean at DeanLindsay.com. Um, of course, the books are all available on Amazon. I'd be much more uh, appreciative, and I can sign the books and stuff if if you um, go, go to the, the website. Site. Okay. Or I'm happy to even give my cell number if people want that. I have 214-457-5656. Call me up. I'm, I'm uh, excited to uh, see how I can be of service. If, if, or, another thing that's happening with the book, cool things, and one thing everybody's watching, um, people are starting to look at this book as graduation gifts for oh. high school and middle schoolers and I don't mean that as a gift like one off like grandma gives to get a kiddo but actually like the you know the, the business the owners the, yeah, yeah the institution buying it for the entire graduating class oh, and so great. we're starting to get endorsements in that regard because I really see over the course of the years two years three years five years that uh, Big Fat Goals could be another an option to you know oh the places will go by Dr. Seuss right. you know in fact I said that to a PTA a mom president mom who really dug the book and we're looking at it for a particular ISD and there uh, the principal has it and we're talking I have a meeting you know, it's happening wonderful and I was teasing kind of as a joke I said yeah I mean you know you, you can use it instead of using uh, oh the places will go she, we were talking about eighth grade graduation and she looked at me and she said yeah we use oh the places will go for fifth grade graduation I said, yeah so you can't even use it again now you're done you can't read that book out again what are you gonna do so how about big fat goals so anyway we'll see so if anybody has any contacts in that regard ISDs uh, I think this book could be, and I didn't write it that way, but I rewrite and reread it, and I really am kind of a 14-year-old boy at heart, so I was not surprised that it connects uh, in that. And there's very few yeah. little concepts that I'm sharing in the book that they um, wouldn't connect with, and ones right. they do, the ones they haven't heard, stuff like employee engagement or goal alignment, they need to know that stuff anyway. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks for being on. This is Thank fantastic. You, Jason. Amazing value. You had such a blast. I did too. This is so fun. fun. It's good to get to some know my hood, and I've seen my places from a different perspective. A couple of times in here, now, I was like, "Where am I?" I now like, oh. you talk impressive. 
where we are. I know. At the end of this, oh you made goodness. it right back. Look at and you. I had no idea where we were. Did you really? Maybe, know? Yeah, maybe you made it right back. I was like, oh, we're about to wrap this up. He's <laughs> he's guiding me home, back to Waters Creek. I love it. Thank you. Sixteen. I hope you had a blast watching that interview. I certainly had so much fun driving around with Dean today, um, really getting into a lot of his great stories that he has, as well as digging into these tactics and, and learning how he helps organizations the way he does. Make sure you reach out to him for sure, DeanLindsay.com, um, just like you mentioned in the show. And you know, bring him in, if you've got an organization and, and need that guidance, bring him in to speak, just fantastic. And if you need help on the media side of things, kind of like he talked about, the videos that he's creating to get his brand, his message out there, that's what I do for folks. Um, and it's, it's just, it changes everything for, for my clients when they're able to, to show these tangible results, whether they're speakers or consultants. So feel free to hit me up at croftmediaco.com. All the info's there. And, uh, and if you like episodes like this, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, subscribe there, if you will. Leave us a review. Helps us get found in the whole iTunes podcasting space. So more lovely people like yourself get to hear what we're all about. All right. See you on the next one. It's Saturday night. Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly with a coat on cause the air was chilly but I'ma make my way out to the record spot gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock I gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers on now and later Dr. Beatmaker if I'm a player it's like you take that and if you miss the gig then take a rain check stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling need a U-Haul truck if I would think about stealing but it's not my steam so I commence with the digging no kidding something that'll keep the beats hitting what I'm getting so much to choose from, bro.